One of my personal heroes was a Pakistani Christian by the name of Shabazz Bhatti. Knox Thames works for the U.S. State Department. His job? To help stop the persecution of Christians, following in the footsteps of his hero, Shabazz Bhatti. And tragically, uh, Pakistani Taliban murdered him um, outside his mother's home in Islamabad. Knox Thames is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. He's going to share how he lives out his faith in Christ through his job. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. You're also going to hear Billy Graham talk about persecuted Christians. Thousands of Christians are actually suffering in several parts of the world at this hour. Some are suffering the loss of their liberty. Some are suffering torture and even death. Christians around the world have been willing to face torture and even death for centuries because they know Jesus Christ suffered and died for them. If you'd like to learn more about starting your own relationship with Jesus, check out our website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I'm the Special Advisor for Religious Minorities in the Near East and South Central Asia at the U.S. Department of State. Try saying that job title five times fast. A few years ago, the position didn't exist. President Obama created it within the U.S. State Department in 2014, and Knox Thames took on the role about a year later. I focus a lot on Iraq, but also places like Pakistan, Syria, Nepal, um, Egypt, the constantly thinking, working about how the United States can help promote religious freedom. Um, And I've tried to take a holistic approach, of course, focusing on persecuted Christians, but other communities that have also been victimized. And it's been a challenging role, um, but one I was asked to continue uh, into the Trump administration. So what exactly does Knox do? Direct engagement with both governments and uh, communities at risk. So in the last uh, 19 months, I've traveled to 20 different countries, uh, been to Iraq twice, been to Pakistan twice, um, and each country context is different. So in a place like Iraq, the government is not the main problem, it's ISIS. And so we're hearing it's meeting with the Christian communities, the Yazidi communities, the other uh, unique faith groups to Iraq to hear their concerns, to think about what role can the United States play to recreate conditions where minorities feel like they have a future in that country. Elsewhere, where the government is a violator, it's talking directly with them and expressing that the United States is deeply troubled by the government's laws and policies, and we urge them to change. Those conversations with government officials aren't easy. More often than not, political leaders aren't really open to hearing what Knox has to say. A lot of times it's denial, uh, or you don't understand, Um, Or sometimes they'll simply just try to uh, talk the whole time so I can't make my points because they know what I want to talk about. Um, The State Department issues an annual report on religious freedom in every country in the world. And these foreign governments pay a lot of attention to it. So they know what our concerns are. Uh, Then someone like myself at this envoy role coming in to really make crystal clear what we want to see happen. When Knox does ask foreign governments to take action against religious persecution in their country, The response isn't always positive. But in some cases, there are government officials who are on board with protecting people's rights to freely practice Christianity. For example. 
one of my personal heroes and a person I, a picture of whom I have on my credenza in my office, uh, is a, was a Pakistani Christian by the name of Shabazz Bhatti. Um, he was a longtime advocate for the rights of Christians in Pakistan. And um, under the previous government, this was about eight years ago, he was made a cabinet minister focusing on minority affairs. And he bravely spoke out against Pakistan's blasphemy law, which is really problematic. Um, he spoke out of, about the case of Asia Bibi, this Christian mo- mother who's been sentenced to death for the so-called crime of blasphemy. Shabazz received death threats, but he continued on with his work. Then, in 2011... Tragically, uh, Pakistan Taliban murdered him um, outside his mother's home in Islamabad. But he had this very... Uh, telling video interview about a month before where he said, I I know the threats that I'm facing, but I'm so committed to this work. I'm so committed to my God and feel like this is my calling to help Christians, to help other minorities in Pakistan. I'm not afraid. And he gave, he paid the ultimate cost for that. Part of the motivation behind Shabazz Bhatti's assassination was the Taliban's belief that he had violated Pakistan's very strict blasphemy laws. Those laws don't allow any speech or demonstrations against the Islamic faith. Shabazz Bhatti refused to follow those rules and continued to share the message of Christ until the day he was killed. I think it's a powerful reminder of the importance of courage. Um, but also a challenge to all of us who care about religious freedom, that we don't let his uh, death be in vain, that um, he held a candle in a very dark place and it was snuffed out, but then uh, we light other candles. Um, And so I'm inspired by him, I'm challenged by him, and I always think, you know, I hope I do my job half as good as he did his. But perhaps the biggest motivation for Knox to do his job well is his personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm a Christian, and um, part of my attempt to live out the teachings of Jesus is to do this work, to advocate for religious freedom for everyone. I mean, that's my personal motivation, and I'm proud that our country is an American value, um, and uh, the United States is committed to, to this cause of a religious freedom for all. Knox also draws his inspiration from the parable of the Good Samaritan where Jesus was illustrating what, it, what does it really mean to love your neighbor. And the Samaritan was the hero. And the Samaritan crossed over religious and ethnic boundaries to save someone who'd been attacked by robbers. And then the message was, go and do likewise. Because you said go. Knox Thames lives out his faith in Jesus Christ by standing up for persecuted Christians around the world. What about you? How are you living out your faith in Jesus Christ? If you're not sure how to answer that, then check out this website, findpeacewithgod.net. And when you're there on the site, there are resources to help you live the Christian life. And if you want to know more about starting a relationship with Jesus Christ... We can help you with that, too. The website, again, is findpeacewithgod.net. 
Knox Thames relies on the power of prayer when he works with persecuted Christians. And in just a minute, he'll share how you can be praying for him and for the work he's doing. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Thousands of Christians are actually suffering in several parts of the world at this hour. Some are suffering the loss of their liberty. Some are suffering torture and even death. Billy Graham, 1967, talking about something that's still happening today. In the past 20 years, it is estimated that more people have been martyred because of their faith in Jesus Christ than in all the persecutions of the Roman Empire of the first century put together. It is true that salvation is free, but discipleship costs everything. It is true that very few of us would volunteer to endure physical suffering, but this is precisely what Jesus promises, and he asks it of us. He asks that we commit ourselves to him without reservation, and that we be willing to pay whatever price it takes to follow him. I'm asking you today, whoever you are, to say yes to Jesus Christ, to say, I too will follow him to the death of sin and self in my own life. I'm willing to follow him even to physical death if that's what he wants me to do. I do want to commit myself to him. I want to share in his glory that is yet to come. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. As a great reminder from Billy Graham on the importance of being all in. And we want to remind you that this month marks the 10th anniversary of the Billy Graham Library's opening in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you're not familiar with the library, it follows the life of Billy Graham and at every turn in every exhibit shares the message of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we'd love for you to come visit the library here in Charlotte. But if you can't make it here in person, you can visit us online. The library has a special anniversary website where you can see videos, photos, and stories from their first decade of ministry. The website is billygramlibrary.org slash 10 years. Again, that's billygramlibrary.org slash the number 10 years. On this episode of GPS, we have been talking with Knox Thames, who works in the U.S. State Department as a special advisor for religious minorities. As we wrapped up our conversation, he had a prayer request that he shared with us. We have a lot of different faith backgrounds in our office, but I would guarantee that we welcome the prayers of all your listeners and uh, not only that our work would be effective, but that the communities we're concerned about would find relief and respite. We certainly will pray for that to happen, and we hope you will, too. Our thanks to Knox Thames for taking his time to speak with us, and thank you for listening to this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. Also, a big thanks is in order for the Newsboys. We thank them for allowing us to use their music during this story. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. I am committed.